Hello and welcome to Lady Time. This is Jill McGregor. I'm your host today and I'm here with my mother, Evelyn McGregor. And we're going to have a conversation about life, the universe and everything according to you, Mum. Thanks for coming on my podcast. (laughs) So tell me, Mum, we'll go back to when you were 13 and what changed your mind about God the universe and all of that because I think for me that's knowing you as well as I do that's where that all began yeah well it was in Sunday school and uh, yeah I was 13 and the minister reverend shepherd he was uh he was I can't exactly remember what he was he was telling us about God and all these miracles that God could perform and all the rest of it and it just dawned on me or I just thought I wonder does that man really believe what he's saying you know and in my mind I thought because I don't believe that I just don't believe it and that was it and I thought Better not go home and tell my mother that (laughs) because she would throw me out. But no, I never mentioned that until I was probably, I was probably in my 30s before I told my mother. But she just assumed that I would believe in God and all the rest of it and go to church. But uh, that was the end for me. And I thought, right, I was 17 and a half when I left home. And it just, I thought, I don't have to go to church anymore to please anybody. So that was it. And then I just wondered and wondered about everything and how, uh, you know, all just about the planets. And I, I wanted to know about them. And I wanted to know if there were other people out there. There has to be people out there. It's a big universe, isn't well, it? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we can't, we can't possibly be the only living beings in in the universe. We couldn't possibly be. You know, there has to be other. And then there's hidden things like Roswell mm-hmm. in in America, and they kept that all quiet. And all the, these um, UFO sightings and all the rest of it, you know. Um, where are they coming from? There must be people who, who are more intelligent in the universe than we are if they're able to come here. And we can't go there. There is no way that our uh, body uh, could possibly last long enough to get to another planet. Not at the minute. Mm, yeah, not at the minute. The I mean, stuff. You, yeah. yeah, because you would uh, you you would lose all of your skeleton structure. It would be, it would go to jelly, I would imagine. Mm. <clears throat> Especially if you had to go at the speed that you have to go well, at. This is yeah. it. And uh, I mean all right. Uh, but it takes a very tough, very tough people to be able to go up in. That's right, even to the moon and then out yeah. to the International Space Station yeah. as well, do you know? Yeah. Uh, unless they figure out, what do you think in terms of multidimensional existence that you can be in a different dimension and then that's what speeds you through, you know, if you're in a spacecraft or anything like that? Yeah. Well, I don't know about the black holes. What do they know what's inside or what what's on the other side of a black hole? They don't know. And then there's the uh, all these ancient artifacts, if you like, buildings, mm-hmm. Aztec buildings, and they're all over the world. They're they're all over the place. Uh, and is is there a a hole somewhere that you can just walk up to 
and you disappear into another dimension. Well, people have literally disappeared. Yes, they have. Yeah. They uh, people have have actually disappeared out of the middle of a field. That's right. I've never been seen that. again. Remember reading that as a teenager, yeah. being terrified I would disappear yeah. if I crossed, you know, over a fence or it. something. Yeah. And why would we worry that people coming from another uh, life, some other life form coming here? Why would we imagine they would want to hurt us or destroy us? Yeah, and that that's a thing, you know, and that's put out a lot in the media. I think recently, oh, they're coming to attack us. No, I don't believe that. I no. don't believe that they're curious. Yeah, if they're coming here at all, they're curious to find out about us, and maybe they're terrified of us. Who knows? Mm. Who I think we know? are the most destructive animal on the planet. Well, there, there is a destructive element on the planet, all right. Yeah. And I think it's maybe influenced as what... Um, but human uh, beings killing one another. Yeah, we, we, th there is that. It's, mm. it's, uh, Animals kill to eat. But then again, the chimpanzees, mm. they can beat the living daylight out of one another yeah, with sticks yeah, as well, you right. know? Once the kingpin has, mm. has weakened and is no longer the kingpin, they tend to kill them off. But, you know, that could go into the whole way that nature works. Like, I remember at my 40th birthday, Mum, we had a lovely conversation. There were so many people there, but uh, you and I had a really nice conversation. I don't know if you remember when we were out in Renville House, and I asked you, what do you think what is God to you because you have been maybe I'm jumping ahead here but but you have been an atheist ever since that time when you were 13 and that's mm. why I wanted to start with that time in your life um, but you told me and I was really taken aback because I thought you didn't believe that there was anything you just died you went to dust and uh, maybe you still think that but you said, no, nature is the magic. You it said is. something to that effect. Tell me what you think about nature. Well, it is magic, way. isn't it? Because mm -hmm. it dies and resurrects itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it dies in the wintertime. Not all the vegetation, but the majority of things die and there's nothing left above ground. And then all of a sudden, it comes back again so it is you know but the sun is the magic mm. that's that's what it is the heat from the sun if, if we didn't have that we wouldn't be here that's true and then and there's the pull of of uh, the moon as well you know and it it is true that the, the full moon People do go mad. Well, it pulls on the water. We're meant yeah, to be and a we lot are, water. We are 80 odd percent water. So, yeah. <laughs> I've been attacked by a mad woman once. <laughs> yeah. In the hospital. Yeah, when you worked there in the hospital yeah, as a nurse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we did six... We would have to do six weeks in a mental hospital. And the, the main nurse left me with these patients. I could actually see her eyes looking at me. Changing, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, you know, staring at me. And she just leapt out of the bed, pulled my little hat off and, and banged my head. Well, the other nurse heard the commotion because one of the patients shouted and uh, she came running in, put her back into bed again, straightened me out. So <laughs> that was an experience. And then the nurse told me, she said, well, it's a full moon. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was just moving around there a bit. There's noise. Um, so, okay, so 
when you think of nature, what do you think nature is? Good grief. Well, nature is, when you go up, to me anyway, it's all living, growing things. All of it, including us. That's what nature is. There's different forms of nature, of course, isn't there? But um, basically, I'm I'm desperately looking in my brain to find something. <laughs> no, but do, do you know in the last few years, I, I'm only asking you because I just want to know what you're, how you see it. In the last few years, I, I've been, you know, those little essences and remedies yeah. I have, mm. Paralandra and. That lady, Michelle Small Wright, she has devised a way of working directly with nature, but she has it divided into not she's not her, um, but and a lot of people that actually see the other elements, they they see nature as being a, a big force that actually creates everything. Yeah, like uh, it could be the deva and pan. This is what I've learned and mm. i don't know whatever if this is whatever and uh that there's nature spirits and they're actually invisible in, in you know in the invisible realms and they actually create things so they'll create design the flower or they'll design the body or they'll design whatever do you know and if you work in tandem mm. with nature itself things are work better and that we've gone out of balance as um human race have yeah. gone way out of balance and you know we live in houses we hardly even feet barely even touch the ground anymore do you know where you'd feel that and then with yeah. all these ems with mobile phones and oh, whatever do you know big satellites and all the rest of it yeah. so upset all that balance so i just that's how i was i'm thinking of nature but i wondered it doesn't really matter how you think of it because it's nature is nature anyway, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how you put it together in your own head. So I, that's why I was asking. I just wondered, but but you are prolific with plants. You touch plants and they grow. Yeah. You yeah. just so do you think that's an energy that you have, or do you, do you think um, do you think it's something that comes through you from nature? No. You know. I, no, I don't think of it that way at all. Or how I do you think, think about it? Yeah. The, the way I think about it is that I I know the plants and I know exactly what they need because mm. uh, I know when they need food mm. and I, I know their little places that they, that they like to be in, different, the house plants mostly. But my outdoor plants as well, you have to know how to care for them. It's true. You know, um, and that's me. I just get out there and dig away and plant stuff, you know. And it's not that I, I've planted and I hope it grows. I plant and I know it's going to grow. Mm. You know, if you create the right environment for your plants, House plants, outside plants, trees, anything, and how to trim them to make them uh, produce fruit or whatever, you know. Um, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, well, it works anyway, Mum. Yeah, because uh, it's like coming into the house for our listeners, it's like coming into the botanical gardens and. <laughs> Uh, your kitchen window, Mum, is full of orchids that mm. are just flourishing. I think the local florist did. Was there a florist nearby that gives you the orchids to bring them? You know, fix bring them the, back to life. Bring them back to life. If they yeah, there's, there's a lady. She uh, she is a florist, and mm. um, well, I was in one day talking about the the orchids and everything, you know, and how to care for them. And she said, I have a few here. <laughs> Would you like to try and bring them back to life? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I brought them back to life. 
And you did, too. Yeah, yeah. Because they're then, really gorgeous, yeah. Mom. And you always should give them um, a cup of tea. <laughs> Just like we're having now on lady yeah. time. Yeah, but no milk in it. <laughs> no, no milk in the tea for the plants. Yeah, a little cup of tea and tea bags, you mm. were saying. Yeah. Um, Put the tea bags into your garden. You know, yeah, yeah. Don't throw them away. Even if they're herbal teas, doesn't make any difference. Yeah, I drink mostly herbal tea. Yeah, sure. Black tea's a herb as well. What Mm. am I talking about? Of course. Um, but um, so yeah, and Granny before you, and my brother. Oh yeah, is amazing. Gareth has Mm. just the most gorgeous garden as well. Yeah, his um, his is a wildlife garden. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And it has all sorts of wildlife yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah. even the birds don't fly away when he goes out. Oh, they stay God, there. Isn't that that's <laughs> amazing? Yeah, they do. The, the little yeah, robins, yeah. they just stay where they are and he carries yeah, on. Yeah, and they nearly always fly away, little birds. Well, they do. Yeah. 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 But they know, you see, I think they see things or they sense that you're not going to harm them or Mm. whatever. Yeah. Or I don't know. Sure. How do we know? But um, and you feed the birds as well. So do I. But they do fly away. Yeah. Oh, near them. Well, you know, when there's a lot of frost and that, I, I usually make the seed balls myself. That's right. Yeah. And do hang, that hang them on the clothes, yeah. clothesline, you know. Well, so. my bird feeder, I think I was telling you, it rusted and it broke in half. One yeah. day. So I have the, the anyway, the stub of it in there anyway, but I have a new one, but I, I want to paint it with rust-free paint before I put it out. Yeah. But I just haven't got around. I was meant to do that over this Christmas period now. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, you just have uh, an amazing garden and an amazing um, plants around the house. So um, other things, Mom. OK, so you then decided to become, well, you just didn't decide to become anything, but you were just atheist from that time on. Oh, yeah. And you've yeah. had four of us and one of four of your children. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have any of us baptized, um, unless my granny baptized me, but I don't think that don't she think did. Don't think she did. Um, no. And, uh, but because why did you tell, tell, I mean, I know why, but tell our listeners why you decided not to have us baptized. Because that, that was baptizing you into a church mm. that I didn't believe in. Mm. So... Why uh, impose uh, something on your children? It's up to them when they grow up. Decide then what you want to do, not what I want to do, you know. I feel that that's an imposition on a child. That's why. Mm. Well, I can say thank you for that. Um, Because, you know, over years, I'm whatever, now I'm nearly 58. Um, but I, I have um, a sort of a spiritual belief, but it's not a God and it's not a, in a church. Um, but I always felt like you gave me freedom of mind. You yeah. know, I mean, you're a very typical mum that always feels guilty that you didn't do it for your kids. <laughs> but I can assure you the number one thing that you gave me that I'm so glad to have had ever since I went to live with you when I was 10 mm-hmm. was uh, and, and I'll t- tell that, that conversation that you've probably forgotten this but I've never forgotten this and um, my co-host and friend Carol who you met uh, a couple of times uh, is on the podcast now. <laughs> I, she interviewed me and I said I talked about that conversation that I had with you when I was 10 or maybe 11 um, and you, uh, you've you given me that freedom of mind. I didn't have that imposition of religion put on me. Now, I had a little bit of religion with Granny growing up in yeah. the Presbyterian Church, but it, 
it, it was actually it was good to have a grounding in, oh, in yeah. what it's about. I, I, I didn't I didn't mind that, you know, mm. that's that's perfectly fine. Mm. And uh, it does give you a bit of a grounding, mm. all right. And then and you, you can had make that up too. your yes, and I then did. you can make up yeah. your own mind. Yeah. Um, um, but so thank you for that, Mum. I've thanked you many times, but you know, I'm thanking you again for that. Because it really it wasn't just about God, it, it opened my mind up to like seeing everything differently from that point mm. on, no matter what it was. Yeah. I was always able, you always question things. And I remember you bringing Jehovah's Witnesses and and not nothing of in case anyone is listening, uh, because you have you doesn't matter color, race, no. creed, whatever you are, you are accepting of everyone. Um, but you brought would bring them in to have a debate with them. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, you know. they they will always quote the Bible to you. Yeah, and because you were able to quote the Bible back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you've read a few they, different... Yes, books. I have. I have. I've read, read the Koran and didn't uh, get much of the Torah because they keep it to themselves, Jews, you know. But I, I had a lot of Jewish friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but the Jehovah's Witnesses only ever quoted just off pat straight out the bible they could never discuss having a, a thought of their own okay yeah do you know their explanations for everything is in how do we know that this is really what happened the old testament is um history of the the jews how do we know that Mm-hmm. That's what we were told. Because mm-hmm. it's written by yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But as, woman, for the, maybe a woman. as for the Adam and Eve business, I mean, come on. Do you think yeah. it could be a metaphor, though, Mum, or something? <laughs> yeah, it, it probably could be, you know. All these things were, were uh, written for a reason. It was to control people. To, you know, but also to keep them moral, if you like. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it anyway. But I mean, um, yeah, I have read the Bible from cover mm-hmm. to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took me a long time. Yes, but all the stuff that was in it, I thought, God, this is religion? Mm-hmm. No. Not for me. Some of it was pretty horrendous. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah. Tell yeah. us a couple of things you remember. The spring. <laughs> if you don't remember, don't worry. Look, I remember um, that struck out for you. Do you know this? This one was um, what the names you see. Uh, this bloody age thing. Um, <laughs> lot. Okay, yeah. And his wife. So his wife, Rebecca, they, was it? Or am I mixing names up here? It could have been. Yeah, I'm not sure. But it, it, he was told to get out of, it, it was Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were debauchery going on all mm-hmm. over the place. Mm-hmm. And Lot was supposed to be a good man, right? So they got... And they were told to get out and do not look back. So his wife looked back. That's right. That was the pillar of salt. And she turned it? into a pillar of salt. You can read whatever you like out of that. But Lot and the two daughters kept on. So then if you read on from there to find out that the two daughters actually mesmerized their their father. Mm. And they had uh, sex with them. Now, that's very weird stuff, isn't it? Mm. They probably give them something to knock them out, that, mm. you know, hallucinogenic yeah. or something. Sounds kind but, of ritualistic or something. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's the Bible for yeah. you. It's almost like uh, satanic, <coughs> isn't it, yeah. sort of stuff? Mm. It is. And all the killings that went on. Oh, my God, it was murderous. Yeah. 
absolutely murderous. Mm. I can't remember it all now. Oh, God, no, there's a lot in it. You make me want to go back and actually read it because I'm only probably in Sunday school when I was growing up. This is your granny. It was only bits and pieces. And of course, they take all the best little bits and pieces, don't they? Oh, yeah. And they don't go into the detail of all the other stuff. stuff like that when you know Sunday school now. Yeah. But I mean, I I was shocked beyond words because I thought to myself then, all these ministers of the church read Mm -hmm. this. What do they read into it? Mm -hmm. What would they make of that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, just when you say that, there's a thing called, have you heard this, Mum? Cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Where, yeah. I yeah. think that, that there's a lot of that goes on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? It's I like, like uh, hang on a second. Uh, does this not like mean this, this, and this? How can you not read into this, this or that or the yeah. other? Do you know? People don't, though. They yeah. don't bother. They're yeah. happy enough to go along with what's preached at them mm-hmm. on a Sunday at church or yeah. whenever. And that's for all religions. Mm, yeah. I mean. Yeah, no, I'd agree uh, with you there. You know, because the doctrine in, in the Catholic church is they're indoctrinated when they're eight into, you know, First Communion and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And... These children have no idea nowadays at all what they're doing, or maybe they never did. Mm. Dressing up is what they want to do, mm. you know. But then again, I don't know about bar mitzvahs. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, and then even in the religion that we had both grown up yeah. in, that has a confirmation as well. But it's a bit later, isn't it? Sixteen or uh, something. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 15 or 16. Yeah. They all have something like they that around adolescence. The anyway. And then they have... They Which have. is very similar to the Catholic Church. Very. But sure, it was a sort of a breakaway, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Going Henry back the into Henry VIII. Henry VIII, yeah. <laughs> he expelled the Pope. <laughs> yeah, because that was another thing that you had a lot of interest in was history. And I think yeah. if you can get good history... Yeah, because a lot of it's been what they call it, revisionism now. Oh, a lot yeah, yeah, of it's yeah. been manipulated. Usually, what is it? The victors write the history. Well, the victors so, always write the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the British wrote the history after the, the two wars. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, yeah. So it's you do need to step back from everything. And kind of read between the lines a bit, don't you? Yeah, you do. And you definitely you need context. So some people just look at things out of context a lot of the yeah. time, especially the younger generation, do you know? Yeah. And uh, I think there's a lot of manipulation behind that with Facebook and Twitter oh, and there is. all of that, making you know that generation think in a certain way or or not think in a certain way, as yeah. the case may be. But uh, you, you do need to go back and look at history. And that's why I think it's really great that you read a few of those uh, religious books or yeah. whatever. Do you yeah. know? But like, well, you, you know, were doing that in the 1950s. And you were, I was just thinking, when you were 13, you were in, that was only 1955. Mm. You had to keep a lot of that quiet for a long time, oh, didn't you? I didn't even dare to say that to my mother or father yeah. or did you certain... friends did you find like friends yeah, they, that, they I mean, all believed, so I never said oh yeah I've lots of friends from Sunday school and school yeah but that you could talk about that no. what you what you no. thought about no no not for a long long time no, no. not till and, and I'll bring this back to the conversation I had I was not long gone to live with you so that was 1973 I went to live with you I was 10 and Mm. it might have been a year later or I can't remember anyway we were in the Maisonette house Mm -hmm. in Johnston still living and I was in the kitchen with you and I remember now you're not that tall and I'm only five six you're five foot 
and you're nothing. Uh, <laughs> you had the quarter inch there. Oh, I did. Uh, five and a quarter. Have you lost the quarter? Inch? I am four foot eleven. Oh, we do shrink a little yes. bit. That's that's just your arthritis and that. <laughs> but uh, you still look great, Mum. Don't you? Or <laughs> still look amazing. Uh, <laughs> you do. I know you do. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, and Ira must have asked you about God. And you were reading Von Daniken books at the oh, time, yeah. Chariots of the Gods, right? Yeah. He's still writing as far as I know. Yeah, he is. And, um, and uh, I must have asked you what was God. And you said, or maybe Jesus or something, because I had the picture, the typical picture and from Sunday school, yeah. of God up in the sky yeah. with all these big like sun rays coming from the yeah. sky. And then on the right hand of God was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then on the left hand, I don't know what I pictured was the Holy Spirit. I don't know. I can't remember. I think I was trying to make something up in my very childlike mind. But I remember you saying to me, but sure, Jesus could have come on a spaceship. Hmm. You'll never know how that rocked my world. <laughs> I remember going, and I said when Carol was interviewing me, I didn't have these words at the time because I didn't swear when I was 10 or 11. We weren't allowed to even. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> it was all I could think of was like, what the fuck? <laughs> my god what what do you mean it was like oh and that rever that continued to reverberate through my mind probably because until I got to be a young adult in my early 20s and I started doing my own exploring about yeah. what is God and what is the universe and how did we come to be and what's our purpose and you know, I've I've had those we don't questions know whether we have for a, a long, or long, long time. Maybe we no purpose. That's the hardest thing to to actually yeah. contemplate is that you might actually have you no not purpose. Have any purpose at all? At all. And uh, I'm nearly coming to that. Maybe the purpose is just to be like a decent human being, a decent well, living being. Yeah. Any all beings are beings, animals, creatures, fish birds every insect everything is a living being it's all a part to go back to nature again so um i mean maybe we have no purpose other than just to be uh you know just to be decent and be here and just experience it and stop flipping trying to control each other and and all of that figure it out and figure it out maybe spend (laughs) all that time but, but i think he like if you've thinking like humans have been given to think and we don't know how animals think but like mom you said something earlier about morality about moral and I've often because you don't need to be religious to be a moral or ethical person and where do you think the, the 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 thing or desire to be what do you sorry I'll, I'll ask you the question a different way what do you think being moral and being ethical is what is it to you to me it's uh, if you're here uh, as a person and born you if you get a good start in life and a good grounding when you're a child you have to have a mind that thinks, how am I going to get through this life and be useful? You know, you do not kill anybody. You're, you should be kind to people if you want people to be kind to you. Uh Walk through this life and don't leave debris behind you. Debris being people who are hurt and all the rest of it. We all hurt people. Mm. But you can uh, atone for for that. Mm. You can atone for it, you know. Um, it might stay in your head forever, you know. But that that's me anyway. I hope that I haven't damaged anybody or you know 
done anything really nasty deliberately. You might you might do things without mm-hmm. knowing that you've done it. Maybe and something that comes out of here can never go, go back in again. Out of your mouth, yeah. 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 That that you know. So I always keep this shut. You do, Mom. Mm. You're a very um how would I put it? <laughs> Don't say I'm a very moral person. <laughs> no, no, but you are, you're a very ethical person. Um, and you are moral. I mean, I think the key thing you said there is to atone. Or people mm. put it another way. I love that word, atone, actually. Mm. I like the, that you use that. And I like it. I never thought of it in that way. But a man, make amends. Like, I've yeah. anything I, I know that I've done, and I know I've hurt people, I have gone back I think I've gone back to everyone and some people don't accept it and that's fine you have to accept that uh, Mm. to push it anymore but definitely to atone that's the key thing because we all make mistakes you can't learn by by making mistakes well that's it but you have to learn from them that's true and then carry on yeah not go back even doing the same thing never do that never do it again yeah but you are you are um I was going to say a silent, I mean, silent in a nice way, mm-hmm. a good way. Um, yeah, you, you're, you are a quiet person. You, that's why I like asking you sometimes direct questions. You know, maybe I've had boyfriends in the past and after the relationship was over, I come back and I'd say to you, well, what did you really think about? Because when someone's in the height of being in love, there's no point mm. in saying anything to those no. people. And then you would give me your assessment of it or size a person up only because I'd asked. You'd never, mm. ever say it and you never have made any comment on how we, are, your children, have run our lives. Um, but I like to ask you after the thing. I should have probably asked you during, but it's impossible to do that. Yeah. But you've always been spot on. Really? And I suppose, oh, yeah. I mean, but wisdom is something that comes I suppose with you with have age. to think you see you have to think yeah. what what would that do to me how would I feel mm. you know if somebody did this to me yeah or said this or to you, said it or, or yeah. made judgments yeah you, know? you have to think yeah you have to think about how you would feel yourself mm. and I know I shouted Tom and all the rest of it. Oh, God. Gee, you can't um, be with someone 42 years and not shout at them. You can't even have kids and not shout at them. No. I know I don't true. have kids, like, but, Mom, <laughs> you're shouting at I I've never, ever felt harmed, ever. No. Not once in my life. No, the boys were the same. Or they even the old scalp just... that we got as well, which you didn't really. You no. weren't really. Granny was but more sure. like that. But oh, you God, were. yeah. Yeah, no. but sure, the boys just walked away and left me shouting. <laughs> I, I used to get I'll really get affronted. You and I'll get a little swine up to <laughs> get in, and then you don't. Oh God, <laughs> Mum! I do, actually, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know anyone that's a parent. And obviously, I cannot speak from it. <laughs> hasn't had to roar at their kids. I mean, for God's sake, twenty four seven with. You're trying to flip and you can't be patient 24-7. You would need to have the patience no, of a saint, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, we've, we, uh, is there anything else? Yeah. Is there anything oh. else? What wisdom, mom? What do you, we have a few more minutes here, and if you don't mind. And, like, You've seen a lot of the world. You're 78 now, so you've seen the world change a lot in mm. that time. Um, have you a couple of little nuggets of wisdom that you pass on to other generations? Like what What have you, you a couple of things that you've seen that, that you think we've lost, maybe things that we've lost in this oh, generation wait, and wait, things wait. that you think we've, we might be gaining from everything that's going on well of course uh, from from i was born and reared you know 
our conditions of living, the conditions of living here in this country has improved beyond words, Mm. but still there are people homeless and sleeping on the streets. I don't ever remember that at all when I was young and when I was a teenager in Scotland. I don't even remember people sleeping on the streets. But or only, in Ireland, because you grew up Ireland. in Ireland since yeah. you were 17. I don't, don't remember that. I don't actually remember people starving in this country because everybody was poor, but you had a roof over your head, you know. The sadness is that today there are far too many people sleeping on the streets, and that's sad. And it's a few years since I was able to manage take stuff into the salmon community, uh, which Emma Jane used to do for me, and she used to go to do the soup kitchens and that kind of thing. Emma Jane being uh, uh, your youngest, my my sister. Yeah, Yeah, she used to go in and do the salmon community. But... um, that, that it's a good thing that we're all, you know, we will eventually all have a good home and that kind of thing. But it's too commercialised mm-hmm. now. What would you say to the, the, you know, like my nephews, your grandchildren, and you have more than just two boys, you have mm. a good few other grandchildren. But here in Ireland, uh, what would you what would you say to the younger generation one now? What advice would you give them, or what nuggets uh, of wisdom would you give them? Just take your nose out of this for a while. Uh, out at, of the devices. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Get out and walk, mm. and don't say, "Oh, there's nothing to do," because there is lots to do. Lots to do. We never had to be told that because we just went out and played. And mind you, it was quite dangerous at times, the playing that we did. We could have been killed. Yeah. But there is a thing, Mom, which children uh, uh, need to have, not to be in danger, but they need to take some risks in their life and they need to fight their own battles as well, a little bit as well. Learn from them, you know. But we had a great childhood. Mm-hmm. I had a great did, childhood too. We yeah. didn't have uh, devices. Absolutely they didn't not. Have you had a record player maybe and you danced and listened to music. You had the radio. We had the radio. And the but TV it wasn't was on all the time. Yeah, yeah. TV only appeared in, in the house. Um, my mother got a television, I think, in... 1960. You'd left home already by then. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but you only could... uh, I I do remember that Next Door always played the top 20 on a Sunday night. Is this in Ireland now? Yes, down in the terrace. Yes. And because she played it so loud, I used to... Lean out the window and listen to the top twenty. Because <laughs> my mother was in bed, she wouldn't put it on. But uh, yeah, stuff like that. I don't think they have the same fun. Yeah, the little ones do. Mm-hmm. The little ones do. There are a lot. But I think it's the, the teenagers are so intense now, and there's an image to live up to that we never had to live up to. Mm-hmm. That's all up on the internet now. I know, yeah. This is it. Especially young, but all of them, but young girls and like yeah. people are young people are 12 getting, year old um, children dressed up like teenagers, mm, you know, and makeup and yeah, you know, wanting it. to have um, cosmetic surgery even in their 20s. I know. And Irish dancing, we used to go to Irish dancing. I can't remember whether it was a Monday or a Friday, to be honest. But we'd go to the Irish dancing. Look at them now. They have wigs. They have makeup. Lovely little girls with probably perfectly lovely little faces and, and hair underneath it. And they're all done up. Mm. 
no, I think it's just fake tans as well. Fake tans, full yeah. of chemicals on their skin you know, as well. Yeah, get out in the fresh air. Yeah, you know, that would be the only thing I would like to see. People are trying now. Yeah, they are, and I think maybe the this, pandemic this year, has uh, this has sorted them out a lot. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would be me. I would like to see them happy out, you know, running about. In the fresh air. In the fresh air, yes. Because mm. we had lots of it, and it was much fresher than it is today. Because there's so much traffic in the air as well, you know. That's right. And what would you say to young parents bringing up children now? Do you know what? When I, I see young people out now, hordes of them out pushing their prams and all the rest of it, and that includes the daddies mm. as well, which is very, very good. That's a big and change. That is a big time. change, yeah, because it was us that had to push the prams, not the daddies, you know. But now I see, and some fathers work from home and look after the children while the mother goes out to work. You know, so I think, I don't know, I think the young mothers today and fathers are great. I really mm -hmm. do, you know. So. That is great. Yeah. Because in the 70s, you, I remember there was a whole women's lib uh, yeah. going on then. Would you call yourself a feminist mom? Because no. no I, I would not. No. Couldn't believe all that hassle. I do believe that women who do the same work as a man should get every bit the same pay as a. I think that's wrong, mm -hmm. and I think that women should more of them should get into politics, you know, and and shift it away from men thinking for men. Yeah, that's true, man. Actually, I think they should. Uh, there's a lot of good women politicians out there. You know, there's a few absolute crocs, but... Yeah, like there is for everybody, oh, male yeah, or yeah, female. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the younger men coming into politics will be different as well. Oh, there I will think. be. Yeah. They're more liberal towards women. Mm -hmm. They have a better idea of the home life as well. You know, so, mm. yeah. Sorry, my mouth gets very dry. No, no, sure. We're having a cup of tea. Lady time is all about sitting down for a chat with a cup of tea. Well, Mum, we're nearly done. Is there any last words you have? Anything you can think of? I don't know. Just keep moral. Is you know, no, and this is not like moral, moral. I'm yeah, talking about, yeah. but um, just think about things before you do them or say them. And that's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but you can learn to button your lip. I think that's the best advice to anybody. Do you? Mm, well, it took me a while to button my lip, Mom, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I did, I have learned to button my lip yeah. and say things when it's the right time to say oh, something absolutely. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, and, and be, be careful about how you criticize. Yeah. Make it look like, if you can, that you're not criticizing, mm. but maybe giving some useful mm. advice. Yeah. And I don't poke my nose into other people's business mm. either. You don't? I've uh, never known you to do that. No. And I do not gossip. No, you don't actually. You don't? No, I don't. I don't think gossip is a good thing. A good old chat is fine. Yeah, sometimes you need to offload uh, with a trusted friend about oh, something. Oh, absolutely. You know? That's different. Because you can't keep everything, but that is different when you know it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I have uh, two friends that I can mm. do alone next door. You can chat to her, I can chat to Marie. Yeah, you're two very good friends. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. I do more know. friends than that, but I do, you know, but, but they're the they're either side of you in the house. And apart from live. that, uh, uh, between Marie and uh, Alona and Emma Jane, mm-hmm. they saved my life. Yeah, you know, they really did. Yeah, when you were heavily over medicated by a not very good doctor. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, it's been amazing to see you recoup in the last year, just see you get your bounce yeah, back again. That was just a, a spite that made <laughs> me do that. <laughs> no. Well, I, I in would call it uh, yeah, I would say you've you're tenacious. I am tenacity very. and you have a good constitution as well, thank God. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we can't thank God. Well, <laughs> thank nature. <laughs> Like ourselves, yeah, for and yourselves. You have so, to of course, think about yeah, it. You up to, here, you yeah, have to, you have to make. Um, and I'm, I'm a half full person. I'm not a half empty person, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have the this innate thing in my head that everything will be all right in the end. Yeah. So and you know, you they say that what you really believe is how things are. That's yeah. how you create your world and your, you know, your life. Mm. Do you know? Well, you are seventy nine in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've a lot of wisdom and things behind you. Well, it sounds like you were kind of wise from the start, Mum. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. never know. You had just general life things to learn. Well, look, Mum, thank you very much for You're that. You're welcome. I have learned a lot listening to you. I hope anyone that listens to this, uh, and there's a good few people listen, will um, like take a couple of nuggets of your wisdom. Mm. And thanks for sharing all of that. Um, and uh, thank you for being my mum. Oh, you're very welcome. Love you too. I love you, Mum. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, This is Jill McGregor signing off from Lady Time. I hope that you enjoyed listening to my gorgeous mum talking today in our conversation. And um, tune in uh, for episodes coming up soon. And please share it uh, with your friends on your social media. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Oh, that was now.